Welcome to Mighty Gems, the essence of authentic presence. Your host is Dee Lee. In this program, you'll learn about connecting with the universal mind, otherwise known as pure consciousness. You can have a direct positive effect on your life, your environment, and your connection with others. Find out more today. Here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Essence of Authentic Presence. My name is Dee Lee. What are gems and jewels, really? They are stones and tend to have different value for each person. It depends on how each person relates to them individually as to the true value they have. As a little stone or pebble, they could be considered to be very small, but from a you know, exactly from a physical size, but they could have a huge value in terms of a different sense and basic effect. Today, we are taking a closer look at ordinary things in our daily living that are really magnificent when we stop and pay attention. As with jewels, the value is in the eye of the beholder. The sparkle can be a different attraction for everyone, but it tends to catch our attention and we can be inspired. Today, we're focusing on the positive ripples from an organized presence. And so um, we've been taking a lot of uh, focus time on, and we're today pausing in our busy lives to explore a system of possible ripples around us when we are in more organized presence, both inside and outside of ourselves. And when we take a look at this, we can consider it that we've been prospecting, you know, from a perspective of gems and jewels that has an essence of uh, a prospector. And when we focus on this, um, as individuals, we are each a gem or a jewel, as we consider. Um, And as we grow and expand within ourselves, this experience also ripples outside of ourselves as we also affect our surroundings and others we relate to. Benjamin Franklin came up with a a, a profound statement, uh, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. Do you find that when you become more spiritually awake and able to listen to your inner senses, it seems you are more intolerant to what is present inside and outside of yourself? Where do you and how do you tend to spend a lot of your time each day? Are you feeling like you are in a consistent chase to capture more time? capture more money, capture more joy, capture more peace, or looking for an elusive something you're not sure what it is, but you feel like it's important. There are countless distractions that can end up devouring our precious moments and capture them, you know, in a way that we can't share them or experience them. Your inner energy system is your own personal guidance system inside and effectively reflecting outside of yourself. And although you might not consider yourself your master of your system, you are really the authentic master ultimately in charge of your internal and outside being. And you are at the controls of your presence, even if it feels like things are out of control and driving you. You can feel like a small drop of humanity, but you can take, you you can actually physically take back the controls when you organize your presence so it works for you inside and outside of yourself. Your presence starts with yourself from your inside to your outside, so there is a system or a ripple effect that happens with each of your observations and related choices. 
you're the ultimate controller. And as your presence has ripple effect outside of yourself, you can also organize that which is around you and how you relate to it. The obvious starting points are gathering the seemingly long list of questions and the ripple effect of possibilities when you take more of an active systems approach about how to do this how to use your focused presence of time for today as a systems controller, how to manage paper, how to manage time, how to manage your money, how to manage your daily schedule, and how to delegate to others. It's really a ripple effect. It feels like a drop of water in a pool, and everything you know, ripples from there. It's also helpful to take a look at the key words we are exploring as they are the source of our focus and can mean different things to different people. The word possibilities as a state of fact that comes to us from the 13th old French, you know, timing and from Latin in 1400 and is a chance that something might exist or happen might be true, or it also relates to abilities that could make someone better in the future. Steve Marboli said, this new day has greeted us with no rules, unconditional opportunity. Do not dilute the power of this new day with the hardship of yesterday. Greet this day the way it has greeted you, with open arms and endless possibility. The word system uh, is a word that can generate different understandings. And uh, from the basic definition, it, you know, from the, the interpretation of the word system, it's a, it's a group of interacting, interrelated elements that are forming together to make a complex whole. Not whole, H-O-L-E, but whole being or whole um, you know, system itself. And a lot of processes or functions that make up an integrated uh, process so that essentially it can be looked at as an entirety and then you can break it down into subparts. Um, there's a lot of different uses of the word, you know, that deal with not just our internal system, um, which a lot of people refer to as the chakra system. That's the basics. Um, there's seven chakra areas, and that is our energy centers. There, this also relates to and has been applied to mechanical and structural uh, systems outside of ourselves that have to do with computers, software, hardware, data transmission, all kinds of different systems that basically have a, a, a concept of subparts helping to um, put together a process that is to help with a um, complete whole focus. You came into this world as a little bud of potential and you learned how to open up through what you experienced. You're you are a being made up of combined mixture of physical and spiritual aspects. And as you explore and open yourself to be able to know all the possibilities that are available, you experience the choice of knowledge. You select what you want to know. Sometimes um, something like, it, it's almost like taking a book off the library shelf. You can take this specific experience, consume it, and discern that you are expanding in the same way as a bud blossoms into a flower. The blossom takes time and requires certain external conditions to open from the bud. From flowers open and close, you know, some flowers open and close depending upon the external conditions such as sunlight. 
How can we can consciously make a change happen to our daily focus? It comes from our in, inner practice and intention to make the change by daring to take a deliberate action. By breaking this system down into a level that your mind and heart can actually follow and put into the process into a simple sequence, it helps when you do that to give a step-by-step, step one, step two, step three, and then move along with the results so that the action can flow in a new direction. So essentially, this is looking at it from an insight, which is an observation or something that you're contemplating. And then when you take a look at that, and if it is something you want to do or think that it would have some powerful effect for you, then you're going to make a choice to follow along with it. Now, then the third step would be once you make that choice, then you're going to take action. Uh, One way or the other is going to cause some kind of action and reaction. And as you do that, it's like a ripple effect. As you take the action, it ripples outwards and um, affects other things that are related to it. By making the conscious decision to focus on getting started with your daily moments with with some organization in mind, you can start requesting that your actions be done differently. When you make the thoughts, the important steps to take And adding to the thoughts, you want to add how does it feel in your body um, and take a look at not just the thought, but connect it to your heart. The body follows those requests because of the relationship of the thoughts to the actions the body moves along with. And with that, how are you feeling when you're doing this as you go through things? So it's, it's making a selection to the pace that you want to apply to it as well. So here's an example. Um, The insight could be as simple as saying, I acknowledge that I'm responsible as the master facilitator of my day. The choice. I am choosing to actively be present in every moment of my day. Then looking at the action as I am fully experiencing what is happening as I go through the daily events and interactions with people and events and choices. And the outcome would be I actively approach my schedule with that kind of um, focus. So when you take the master role of the facilitator, it doesn't require that you do all of the work. What seems to be hard for a lot of people is our ability to be present throughout our day with all of the events and people we are interacting with. It sounds simple where you release your focus on yesterday or tomorrow and just be totally focused on today and all the minutes within your today. You're investing your attention to the moment and in this state of mind and in your heart. You're in the flow of what comes in and out of your focus. Unfortunately, we tend to only apply this concept half of the time. If we are fortunate to witness someone with the ability to be fully connected, it can really be a powerful and transform transformative uh, experience. It brings forth the opportunity for acknowledging the clarity of what the possibilities are for the facilitator and others that are related to this. The clarity also helps reveal the next best action that is needed for whatever you're being focused on. And as a muse, I'm always intrigued with words and their differing effects on each of us. As with anything we want to change, it requires a focused effort and practice. 
we want to do it now. And as that is our focused attention, you know, it becomes a moment of what is the choice of now and how does that work? The other side of the coin is that we succumb to the temptation to take our life and work on automatic energy. When we go through life with an autopilot um, and a lot of awareness that we have is on autopilot just as us living and breathing and we don't have to go through and make a choice to breathe well I'm, maybe we do or in a situation we are also breathing deeper or when we're more present we're aware of our breath and how it affects us our physical actions go along on autopilot and in their patterns and habits as we walk along, we don't have to tell each foot, you know, move forward. And then the next one, we might trip over ourselves. So in a way, we've been pre-programmed with habits to be automatically happening, responding to something um, that we're going from mind to heart to action. And automatic living really is rather flat. And um, we live by rote and unengaged so the choice of coming along and saying, okay, and now I want to be totally engaged, um, we're going to become aware of our actions. And what do you feel as you're doing something? It can be an improvement, uh, an opportunity to improve. Um, how, do, how do I walk? How do I sit? How do I breathe? Those are being um, given to us as opportunity of the presence and doing or applying it to the now. If we're unaware of different parts of this, um, we will become aware when we are shifting around and focused on a certain subpart or a primary part. We'll be looking at all of the subparts. When you take a look at presence, which is really now, it is an important part of when people start looking at this, they um, are always wondering, well, how do I get there? You know, I have to go through a certain path, you know, and sometimes it can feel very uh, cumbersome or um, unclear. So when they focus on the simplicity of being present, that's pretty much applying your, your emotions and what you're focused on into a, a system of how does it look and feel um, if you take one day and, or even one minute and start from that? You can uh, take a minute and look at it um, saying, okay, I have 60 seconds in this minute. Um, you can contemplate, you can meditate, you can act, dance, do all kinds of things that actually will connect you with something deeper within yourself. And when you do that, you're going to find yourself being connected to that moment. And when you get there to a point, you're going to have a different mindset and probably be feeling different as you're acting the part of being focused. And your mental and relaxed feeling might be, um, you know, saying, wow, I'm, I'm not sitting straight or I'm doing something that... Um, I don't feel like I can, you know, I feel like I can give yourself better focus. And so it's, it's really the opportunity of taking the time to be uh, looking at the quality of what your presence is too. So it's, a, it's learning to control your mindset and to look at how does it 
relate to what you're doing and how does it reflect outside of yourself, it can feel rather elusive. But when you get to the point of looking at it, you know, it becomes an opportunity to, to really chart it and say, oh, that's part of my, my moment and then I'm going to be radiating or um, rippling it along through my day. And when you start from a higher perspective and a more mental um, participatory state in the morning when you wake up, um, it's going to ripple through your whole day, even though you may not be aware of it. There's, it gives you a basis or a foundation that gives you an opportunity to start from something that's feeling very whole in your process and your presence and then going through that into the day. There may be parts of it that could be autopilot, but for the most part, you're going to have a different attitude. With that um, in mind, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang up, cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, We'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. Today we're focusing on the ripple effect and the positive ripples that can go after uh, choices of our now. And when you take a look at the presence you know, in a daily perspective, you you're going to have a lot of different effects on yourself, your internal, your external, your business, your life, and a lot of different uh, effect on people around you. In some circles, presence and spirit are really one and the same. In some schools of thought, though, the presence can be found through reflection and meditation. And as we take a look at mindset, and we hear a lot of words about mindfulness, being full of 
um, thinking about or relating to what's in your mind and your thoughts. Um, it really needs to be expanded as a ripple, not isolated um, with moments of heartfulness so that you're connecting not just your mind, but also your heart to whatever is happening because that gives a, uh, a secondary feeling to something that you can also, um, you know from your experience how that, it's like a little GPS system. The feelings will help you designate whether this feels good or doesn't feel good. It's not really a mental analysis of what's going on. So this can be effective in helping to look at something that you're doing, not just look, but feel it and work through it. And from the moment of now, um, sense of looking at this as a focus, um, everything in life can be learned. And so people say, I just really don't have the focus and I don't know that I can learn how to be present. You know, they've got a lot of um, elements in their system that they can be feeling um, overwhelmed by adding another learning process or having to be aware of something every moment of every day all day is might be a sense of overwhelm because again our bodies are on autopilot for the for the basics and sometimes we need to be focused on some of that too to help direct it but you know people being cognizantly aware of every action and every muscle could be an overall you know mindset of overwhelm but when you take a look at the how to learn to do this in a clarity and uh, take a look at the opportunities, it you know, also comes back to how do you approach something. So it's impossible to have presence when you're sitting with a lot of anxiety and insecurities because you're focused on a different set of tools and they can also add up to where it becomes overwhelming with all of the negativity and the phraseology, the thought patterns, um, to where you're not sure that you have a choice. And or if the choices are good or bad, uh, you can be so integrated to those items that or those things, the elements that come up that you never really rise above it in a sense and take a look at where do you really want to be. So a, a starting point might be to have an attitude of confidence. Again, this is looking at the effect where you can effectively ripple from your inside to your outside. And from there, it really ripples into where you're focused through the day with people and present situations. And so um, if you start with an attitude of confidence, um, it's going to be... Um, a different effect on yourself. So again, it's having a position. So when you're not huddled in the corner with anxiety, looking around saying everybody's judging me, but you say, okay, I have a confidence and you basically step out with uh, knowing that you are awesome and that you have a system for yourself that essentially that whatever your presence is, what you're focused on is important. And you know that uh, essentially you don't have to be loud or um, hard hitting or whatever with the presence, but there is a sense of uh, confidence that you display and it becomes more natural. 
and it's just there. So it becomes um, you know, something that you don't necessarily have to put on a, a shirt of confidence, but it's, it's more like that's part of your foundation, and it's something that's just part of you. So when you put this into your mindset and say, okay, well, I'm going to step forward today with my uh, confidence that, you know, I'm uh, my master of uh, choice here with myself. And, you know, you say, okay, I'm going to have that attitude. You're going to not just internally look at it and say that that's my foundation, but that's going to also be rippling out from yourself because people notice and they will look at you from a different angle than if you're sitting in the corner kind of not paying attention to anybody or anything, including yourself. So that's a good place to start. You know, start with the idea of um, the now in the morning planning from your own perspective that you are confident that you can manage and, and actively choose correctly during the day the things that you need to be focused on you know not so much on the autopilot items that you're already that are already controlled like where do you walk and how do you you know um, operate yourself you know you're an operating system but there's there's the system approach that's already contained. So you want to be a bit more high level and say, okay, in this now moment, how do I then master the related parts that ripple from where I'm, I'm at? So part of the secondary might be that you be yourself. So you're authentic. And that's kind of a, a set of words that, again, people play with. And, and there's are different levels of um, authenticity um, and it's more or less coming not just from confidence that you know yourself and are yourself but it's also a certain genuineness about presence and if you tend to be kind of um, flippant about things or not really in the presence um, but you know if you if you take the opportunity to come back into yourself and say okay you're not a fake you're confident with what you're offering or relating to, um, essentially, that's also going to show up in your presence. And so, act naturally for yourself and be yourself, and you're not pretending to be someone else or something else. And when people are not comfortable within themselves, um, essentially, they, they might feel that they've not practiced something, and so they're trying to uh, be something they're not or they're trying to put on their own different sense of something uh, it becomes like uh, people will pick that up and then they will relate to that so um, only thing that really matters is that you have the best approach for yourself and actively participate in that uh, display so that become as you become present with that attitude that presence is going to show up for anyone else and when you're acting in the the moment um, you know don't worry about how you are showing up you know just show up I mean essentially this again comes back to the authenticity and if we take a look at the effect on this, too, you're going to feel like you're more genuine. You're not so concerned about stepping this way or acting that way or that your voice is not 
acting a certain way or how you carry your own image, basically the better parts of you will shine because it's coming from your inside heart. And your mind helps to display different levels. Your position of your sitting or standing will give a different, you know, those are nonverbal communication to people. So it becomes an opportunity to say, okay, well, this is my autopilot part of myself that operates. And um, again, I'm stepping into managing my now that I can make choices, you know, and and look at it from um, the position that you're going to be awesome and you deal with things just fine, you're confident and you're yourself, you're presenting that, that ripples out into your, your existence. So there's an area here that's kind of interesting because when you really take a look around you, um, you're going to find all kinds of examples of people that are distracted um, if you go into a restaurant, or the other day I was um, driving along and came past a bus station with people waiting for the next bus, and al- almost 100% of the people waiting all had their nose in their phones. How interesting. You know, it's, it's really a different effect than it has been in the past, you know, where people were interacting somewhat, but... Um, when you everyone has their eyes on their phone, they're not really relating to the area around them. And some people walk, you know, blocks with their faces in their phone, and it can be rather dangerous. So they're not relating to others or watching where they're going. So it could be kind of hazardous. But again, the the technology right now is there and that's what they're distracted with even when they're on autopilot and moving themselves physically and so again if the people are present they may want to set that aside so they make sure that in the moments that they're walking on autopilot they don't run into something or someone doesn't uh, run over them so there's some you know part of this that as you go through and uh, try this out it can be rather interesting to take note when you're present and take a look around at what is really happening out there of the of the people that are not present. They're present in their phone and the focus. But so it's um, it's a different outside, you know, uh, reflective, and uh, it's difficult to talk to people that are on their phone because you're not sure sometimes if they're. Um, actually talking to someone else there on with earphones or plugs. And um, so it can be rather an, a moment of looking at the situation, trying it out, and sometimes they won't even hear you, so you might have to reconnect um, yourself. Um, but it's a different world. And our present, you, you might feel like an oddity, but um, it's going, it would be interesting for you to um, check in with your your world around you and say, oh, wow, look at how effective this is or um, what the problem is. And um, and so when you're, you're taking a chance of uh, connecting with people that have their mindset and their focus on their phone, um, it's really coming along with being present yourself, even though others are not present. And 
if people are not noticing you because they're so uh, contained within their own system there, then um, if you put your phone away and not just, you know, away in the sense of uh, for a moment, but give the people around you your undivided attention, you're going to have, you're going to be an oddity in some ways, but also... um, how people relate to you, you know, they're going to um, go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, you're, they'll notice you at some point that you're paying attention to them and they're going to feel important because you're focusing on them and then they're going to have a different feeling so that when you put your phone away and you actually show up and operate within a, a focused effort, then um, – People around you will feel like you care about them and that they uh, really matter. So, again, your being present will help others to be present. And so it becomes more of a pooled effect that um, when you, you know, get out there and try this, sometimes it feels a little weird. But it's more like that's a, a good way to have a ripple effect. So take a deep breath. And when you're in uh, different situations, um, you can be the one who people look to as a leader for action. You can um, apply and test out some of these theories that, you know, the the person that comes in with questions and actively listening, participatory, and wanting to um, have that effect is is going to have uh, people take notice. And instead of just coming in and saying, oh, I'm just here to soak it all up, but come in with an attitude of being confident and saying, wow, you know, I'm really looking forward to exchanging uh, thoughts here and you are important um, and take the time then to participate. It has a whole lot of effect on situations that you're participating with. And really, uh, presence is not a show. It's not something that when you're hurried and rushed and you're trying to uh, do it all as people are trying to uh, multitask or whatever, if you take a deep breath and operate from a sense of genuine focus, you're going to have people looking at you from a, a different perspective and that will have a different um, set of responses coming back or ripples from them coming back to yourself. When you have that effect, your body language really helps. It's like a nonverbal communication. And it's, you know, when you feel that inside of yourself, you're going to radiate that. And that also gives others the sense of your presence. And when you show it and spread it, the room becomes operatable for yourself. And, you know, that's where you want to uh, be confident with what you're doing and showing how you're showing up so that you can help share that within the different um, elements that are going on. So when you walk tall, sit tall, and be tall in a sense of radiance, um, it will be noticed, you know, especially if your uh, facial expressions, you're bright, uh, you're smiling, you have that positive effect, people will notice and, and feel that. Um, we call them the, the bubbles, um, being a little bubble machine. And um, that does work and it does radiate from you. So it can change a whole sense of a room. Sometimes if you have someone walk into a room with that um, presence, the whole room can shift in the energy. 
With that note, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you find yourself clinging to certain thoughts, beliefs, or patterns as you go through your day? Do you find yourself taking things for granted or feeling overwhelmed with the pace of life? You have a choice. You can shift your perspective of what you were feeling when you were present in the moments of your life. You can enjoy the mighty gems of your life, and it can happen fast. Hang a cling to it anywhere you spend a lot of time. Accept the invitation to be present through an uplifting photo vibe as a private sanctuary of visual inspiration. Connect with what matters at clingtoit.com. That's clingtuit.com. Being committed to being your best self can feel daunting. Once you've studied and done the discoveries needed for self-mastery, it may not be easy to know how to apply what you've learned. Even more, you might feel alone. If you're looking to connect with people who get it, join the Self-Actualization Society. It's for people who want to have deeper conversations about stepping into their next best levels. Part chat, part mastermind, part online learning group in a community focused on the act and art of realizing your potential. Practice and share the wisdom you know at theselfactualizationsociety.com. You are listening to Mighty Gems with Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. Send your email to sparkles at mightygems.com. That's sparkles at mightygems.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. And we're talking about positive ripple effect with uh, when we're present and in our relationship with that. Um, a lot, huge part of engaging with people and, and showing up and being um, present is actually having eye contact. It's rather interesting if people are involved in their phones and in their, their focus points that they aren't related to their outside connections or ripples that um, they may not even see what they're uh, relating to. And so when people have eye contact, there is a connection and that connection is really valuable because that also shows that you're showing up and are present. And it, it sounds odd, but that is a rarity when you're talking to people because a lot of times um, they're not there. You know, you can see in their eyes that they're elsewhere, even though they might be focused on you, um, they may not even be present. And so when you're responding to someone like that, you can uh, have a conversation that um, or give yourself a chance to um, see if they are listening. Um, and, you know, if they're elsewhere, uh, you can excuse yourself because if you're present and trying to connect with someone that's not, it becomes a frustration point. And so you're not even sure what information they picked up. So it, it can be an elusive situation and uh, sometimes difficult to know when others are present with you unless they're responding to your questions or answering or asking questions. So it is intriguing and sometimes frustrating when you're present and people 
around you are not present, but um, you can connect and see if you can get them to be present with you. Uh, it's sometimes a, a exercise process, and uh, I guess it depends upon the focus of what is the situation and how important it is. But um, you can, you know, when you go into a movie, people are asked to put away their phones and look at you know the movie, not at their phone. So it may be that you're uh, going to have a more present perspective from your relationship and your effect here if in your conversation to someone that you're trying to really tie in with to say can we really focus on this you know focus is different for everyone but um, say that you know not have the phones around or not have them on if it's a very important situation to make sure people are focused so in this process, when we go from a, in a system perspective, when you're shifting from a, an autopilot system foundation into a, an operable situation, you know, it's good to relax because when you relax and you're more present as yourself, things will flow better. And it becomes an opportunity to take a look at the effect. And when you smile, it really changes the whole energy, not just for yourself, but how other people relate to you with that energy. And so um, you can have a a huge effect in, in helping the presence of your situation and also affecting um, the ripple effect that's going on when you have that um, knowledge that you do have the effect and you can um, your your participation is like a seed where you're planting it in the process that you're relating to and as um, you expand that then that seed grows and it can also help to uh, replant elsewhere so that it's like a, a, a rolling um, you know, snowball almost. And so you have that opportunity to have an effect when you really can see the effect that it has on others too. So, um, and as the facilitator for yourself and taking a look at it being your controlling factor for the day and all the minutes that you have and are working with, um, it can be a system yourself that gives um, your whole uh, day a lot of powerful effect because look at all the opportunities that you have to interrelate with others and it becomes an opportunity to not just um, operate but also to help um, others in a different effect. Um, so because you know our internal system has you know a lot of sensitive energy, it becomes um, that's part of our now approach too is that we can tie into that. There are uh, different ways of looking at the sources of the energy, um, powerful words. You know, people don't sometimes realize how their the thoughts and the words that they use. Um, there are positive words and there are, which I call it low, low energy and high energy um, presence. Because if you take a look, even if you're uh, present, but you're sitting there, telling yourself some negative thoughts and your body is reacting to those thoughts because of what you're 
telling yourself, this is called self-talk, then that radiates out from you as well, and you might not really be aware of it. And um, when you have that core sense of foundation for yourself, your system is really a container for higher energies, and it can be a looking. You can be looking at it from that um, that cup level. You know, is it is it full or is it half full? And when you take a look at how you fill it, you know, with your mind and your your relation to that, um, and the the way you explain things to yourself, you radiate higher energy. It will give your whole day a different present feeling and will um, radiate from yourself. It will also help um, others, even though you may not be aware of it. Um, it comes back to being conscious, and it's really taking a look from our body, our heart, and our mind, and it affects our space outside of ourself and in our internal space. So being conscious is a distinctive quality of being present. And it's really part of the wholeness and peacefulness that will give you a sense of a good positive um, platform to springboard from. And so that relates not just to your body, but also your emotions and your mind and your heart get in there as well. Because then you're fully present and related to the conscious level. Um, that becomes a good choice for helping learn not to be on autopilot when you're checking in on these different subsystems and saying, oh, how does it feel over here, you know, when I relate to this? Or how does that active connection re- radiate beyond that first level? And it's, again, being conscious and uh, being present are somewhat the same, but it's taking a look at the different levels. And so your consciousness is not all by itself and it's um, making a choice to be present um, and being present without making a choice sometimes, I mean, it takes um, being present and making choices and being aware of them. Um, A lot of our presence is not on autopilot because of our life changes and our life choices. Um, we have to get some practice going, and so part of the practice is going through an operable shift in the system that is normally what we all operate with, and bringing this to our awareness so that we can start somewhere in the morning when we're open to the day. We wake up, and basically our day is wide open. You know, we've got 24 hours. Everyone has the same amount of time, and so it's coming back to the value of the time and what you how do you value it you value yourself and how you operate within that that time frame and the choices within the moments so it's a part of our entire system of body heart mind and our entire being how do we create ourselves a a situation of being presently now And when we're in our presence and our energy and we take a look at how that energy reflects within ourselves and how we radiate outside, then it can shift things and it makes us feel more complete. So when you feel more complete and you're able to feel like you're standing on solid ground within yourself, and again, this can be a sense of choosing different ways to do that, practicing different things. Um, Descartes thought 
you know, said, I choose, therefore I am. Yet this is, you know, saying I am is not that you're really totally separate from others, but rather you're a system or an element of the whole. And so in the process of us opening ourselves to be ourselves and have an effect, it radiates out from ourselves as we are whole, then it helps to engage us with others. And it becomes an opportunity to look at the um, choices that we make so that we are, uh, as we're choosing different uh, situations to be present and focused on, you know, it's practice, you know, your frequency, how long do you practice and the intensity of how you practice will actually help you to um, learn how to be more present. It's, um, it's a daily choice. And sometimes during the day, you're going to be on autopilot, and that's just fine. It's more, again, as to how, how that operates. Is it totally on autopilot, and what level are you on autopilot? So um, how long you focus to practice becomes an opportunity of going through the, the one-step, two-step process. What is, what is the, the focus, and how long do you need within that? Um, if it's something that's half autopilot, half you know reflective and dis- and some kind of s- sensation that you're relating to it um, or in- analyzing it, uh, comes back to uh, the intensity and the depth that you end up learning how to work with. So that as you practice this more on a regular basis, it's going to be coming more and more available to yourself in your choice and as you're system is working it, um, you're going to know how to work it so that you're not having to think of each individual part. And in that sense, you're going to be able to um, be more present. Uh, It builds upon practice and habits and a variety of different things. And practice builds, or presence builds on awareness. And so with that awareness, it's related to physical sensations, emotions, and thought. Thoughts are generated uh, differently when you think of your heart and you pass thoughts through your heart. You're adding some feelings to them. So it's not just a mindfulness practice. It's more of a heartfulness practice or a combination. And when you have contact with a feeling um, through all of the different body parts and actually look at that from a conscious foundation, it's going to be a pure... um, sense of uh, choice so that you'll know if when you're choosing something does it feel good is it really a good choice to really live and look at life in a different way which is again choosing to be present if we don't have some kind of sense about this our time passes and we can feel lost we can feel like uh, where did time go Um, we can forget that you know that something was higher level and we can say oh wow Um, or we can participate like taking a a few moments and participate with yesterday's sunset you know when you were there Um, or observing something uh, paying attention to things around you if you go for a walk are there birds singing what kinds of um, plants are showing up how do you relate to the natural scenery around you And when you do this, 
um, it is really going to have a sensation effect. So a lot of it will say, oh, this, is, this really matters. And when you see this as really mattering, then you're going to be, make more choices to be present. And part of that is how you feel of being whole as yourself. And in that choice of consciousness, how do you show up in full wholeness for others um, when you're confident and you're taking a look at the effect of being present around in situations. It comes back to the power of attention. You know, when your attention is passively drawn different places here and there and everywhere, you're trying to have dinner with someone and yet the on the um, in the restaurant they have a lot of distractions with TV going and uh, news and sports and what whatever. And so sometimes it's difficult in that scenario to have conversations with someone that is observing the the uh, distraction because you're not sure what they're picking up. And so attention, again, to um, being aware of what the effect is is really important. So when we come back and we say, wow, we're paying attention and I'm being uh, confident about my presentation and my sense of the moment is really present, it's a whole different world. And Buddha said um, at one point, you know, the, the idea is that um, you want to have, um, the trouble is you think you have time. And again, you want to start the journey now. That's your choice to be present. And uh, in nature and with others, when you take one insight, one choice, and one action, we can have a whole lot of effect in our prospecting arena and go up and above beyond where we've ever been before. Join us next Friday, and I look forward to um, talking further with you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Mighty Gems with Dee Lee on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you with another edition of the show next time.